As far as being open with your partner, how open are you? Does your wife know that you work with me or that you that you see me? Um, she does not. Um, Which is the case with most people. Yep. Um, you know, I wish it, it wasn't that. Oh, bitches. I have got a spicy one for you today. <laughs> Welcome back to Thy Queendom Come. I'm your host, Queen Lo, and today I sit down with one of my subs, Brandon, for a really fascinating conversation, and some of you are going to leave here very informed uh, of a world that you had no idea existed, but perhaps start seeing everywhere, and some of you are going to feel really fucking seen. (laughs) You know who you are. Speaking of feeling seen and being seen, remember to check out my website, thyqueendom.com, for details about my West Coast tour this month in LA and Vegas. And for those of you going to AVN, remember to come visit me at the Sex Panther booth on Friday the 26th from 6 to 8 and Saturday from 2 to 4. And after this episode, you yourself may have some questions and feel like reaching out and you can do that on my website you can book a call sex panther loyal fans subscribe all the things and with that buckle your fucking seat belts <laughs> and let's get into it dreams can come from nightmares too the queendom will take over you dreams can come from nightmares too the queendom will take over you Hello, Brandon. Welcome to Thy Queendom Come. Thank you for having me, Queen. I am delighted and honored and humbled to be here. I would like to tell the world how we met our first interaction together. I was at my mom's house, actually. I was in her hot tub. (laughs) I was in her hot tub uh, accepting calls and, and messages on Sex Panther, and you rolled in and asked if you could share this idea with me, this fantasy that you have that you wanted to fulfill. And it involved putting a large number of women's tampons up your ass. <laughs> can you confirm or deny this for the world? <laughs> I, I can confirm, you know, to give a little background here uh, on that interaction and how crazy it was. Uh, it was obviously not something that I was just laying there and popped into my head and go, oh, this woman looks like somebody, you know, it, it was festering for a while. You know, I had been on Sex Panther and I had interacted with other models and doms. I think it was just on the feed the one night and your profile popped up and I read your, you know, your description and I added you and I forget what your first message was. And it was just this weird connection of like, yeah. I can, I can share this with this person because it is, I must be candid and we'll, we'll talk in more detail. It is a bit in left field, a bit, and don't know where, <laughs> what, this is a small bit. It was just like this immediate, like, oh, I've never done that before or whatever. It was just like, you just rolled with it. I remember that first night, I think we hopped on cam as well mm-hmm. right away. And then there was video message exchanged after that. <laughs> Um, and it was just this wild fucking night. And, you know, as they say, it was like, I was, I was hooked and we've been hooked 
I think ever since. Yeah, you actually started to answer my first question or what I was going to say to you. It was such a wild interaction. And I love that you actually, you didn't just come in and send me a text of, can I like, let's do this, right? We had talked a little bit and you actually, I remember you asking, like, I have kind of a a bizarre fantasy of something I want to do. And honestly, like I get a lot of crazy, crazy messages And for me, the difference is the intention and the thought and the energy that is so evidently so clearly behind it when people message me. And that's why I was so comfortable saying, yes, like, let's hear it. And the funny shit about this is that I was actually at my mom's house in her hot tub and she was in the hot tub with me. And so, yes. and, and, and side note, once we got into it and I was like, let's, let's start with a few tampons. Ma's over here. Fuck it. Make him put a dozen up there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I do. I do remember that in like, even for me, there was a moment of, cause they called her queen mother. I'm like, <laughs> and I obviously saw the resemblance. I'm like, but okay, maybe it's just the friend. And obviously who am I to judge in that situation? Right. But I'm like, I, I think this is, is mother daughter. And that's like, not something I have a fantasy about or anything like that. I'm just like, Okay. Like, all right. So I'm sitting here with my producer right now editing, and I have been advised that perhaps some context would be helpful here. Anytime that I am with someone else and taking calls, I'm clothed, they're clothed, the sub may not be clothed, but they do know that the other person is there and everyone's aware of each other and what's going on. Uh, and in this particular case, I was on vacation at my mom's house in her hot tub and she came out to join me and she was fucking laughing. It was fucking funny because it was absurd and, uh, and you would laugh too. So it's going to come up again, (laughs) sadly for my mom. Sorry, but there's your context. That's all. And yeah, I remember some of the messages and you laughing about, um, I think you said like, you know, this bitch has zero filter and um, she's going to love that we're talking about her right now. (laughs) Yes. Yes. We'll give her a big head on this. And yeah, it was just, I can't, you know, I think we've all been on first dates or various interactions with people in our lives. And this is obviously a much different context, but it was immediate. Like, yeah. And, and what was, you know, I felt zero judgment and obviously a very positive interaction with you. And then I remember, and, and this has been kind of the case for me in, in my sex life at various points, like the, the sex, the sexual acts are all great. Like the debrief the next morning is like almost as good sometimes. Oh, and, 100%, yeah. and I remember us talking, messaging the next morning. I think the game that we were kind of playing, we turned into a game for Christ's sake. Mm-hmm. Um, it continued a little bit the next morning. And then, you know, day kind of ended. I started my work day and we kind of talked about it. And you said that of like the energy and the intention and the excitement I brought to it. And, you know, obviously that was wonderful to hear, but I knew that you were quote different. And I mean that as in better as a Dom <laughs> than anybody had ever like, you know, played with. And then for you to like give, give that energy back, it was like, okay, this is, and it just so quickly moved from like, yeah, there is an act, there is a bizarre fantasy here. There was an interaction. I don't think we can ever not be close in some manner because of what we've done together. I mean, that's just like, you don't, you don't, 
you know, which the world is dying to know more about, and we will get to. <laughs> yes, um, and yeah, it was just like, and, and like I had a moment the next day, and I knew for me at least what was different about it. And we've talked about kind of the cycle of shame and various other things, which I've mm-hmm. certainly been through. Was just like, okay, that happened. That was amazing. Uh, it, 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 it just, it just been since. Yeah, and I think. So going back, because what you're saying, I've actually used, when people ask me all the time, like subs, clients, people in general, what are your favorite kinks? What are your favorite kinks? And what I've come to really understand about myself in this space is that, and what you really helped me understand all those months ago, you were a big part in this. It's like, it actually has very little to do with the action itself. Of course, there are some things that are off limits for me and off limits for other people, but it actually has very little to do with like, the act itself. And it has so much to do with the ability to peel back the layers and actually be close and have this interaction. And also the fact that there's, there's depth behind it. There's a, there's a human behind this, right? It's not someone just calling me like, mommy, I want to wank my clock, right? Which (laughs) happens. And it's like, so when you come to me with the, with a lot of the conversations we ended up having after our first experience together is what started blowing me away about you as a person, you're inspiring. And I think you're like the way that you are, we were able to come in and be yourself. And (laughs) I think the world's dying to know about the game we played. And (laughs) so would you let you tell them, you tell. (laughs) Yeah. So because it was your, it was, you asked if you came up with it, this was you. And this is what I love. Thoughtful, intentional, creative subs who come to me with uh, ideas that I can then, expand on and and you trust me to take you deeper in and such so tell the world what you came to me with <laughs> <laughs> yeah so when I mean, we we got on cam and i was locked in chastity wearing panties kind of two big things for me i remember i think we put two in live and hung up and then i texted you know it's our first time playing and you have to get to know each other right and i'm like i want more <laughs> and it, it came up and I don't remember that I came, came up with the game, but I'll take credit for it. I guess I thought, I thought it was you or maybe it was a collaboration, but uh, you'd send me a message and tell me how many, and I had 15 minutes to send you a video back of getting them in. And the night just kind of continued. And I forget, I think we ended up at like six at the end of the game. Um, Meaning he had it, yeah. six tampons in his ass at once. Yes. Yes. <laughs> And you and Queen Mother were loving it. I was loving it. And <laughs> and the dynamic was, it was, it was fun. You said it was thoughtful, it was intentional. But it was also, I think, for submissives. It's like, you're dying to give up control. Like, you, mm-hmm. you really are. But you also, you kind of want to say in that. Like you said, certain things are off limits. And it is, and where we bonded was that psychological dynamic of, like, I want, queen low to tell me this like nobody else can send this video or do this and it's going to resonate with me the way that it did and mm-hmm. so we were bonding over these videos and i remember like you were talking about you know you're taking calls in between and queen mother was like you know if you're not shoving tampons up your ass you're not fucking entertaining me tonight oh and i can't imagine like some of the other subs that have, like, i'm dying what, for my mother right now what the- i bet people have so many questions about that like <laughs> On our end, like on our end, especially because obviously I don't live with my mom, I'm there visiting and this just, it's not, (laughs) 
this kind of just happened to be we were she happened to be there and right. it's just she knows what I do I'm mm -hmm. open uh, with her very open uh, we've always been that way um, and I think it's probably really interesting for people hearing this because like on our end it's this fun electric funny but also she's over here she doesn't see my work a lot you knew she was there she doesn't see my work a lot and she's like this is just a normal ass dude like this isn't <laughs> that's really what she was like yeah. this is like because she saw you on a video she saw you on our live when i was you know talking with you and telling you to shove tampons up your ass uh how cool is it that my mom can actually be there in this moment. It's really actually so profound. Um, but for her, it was just like, this is a normal looking, well-spoken, cool guy. And then all of a sudden he's shoving tampons on his ass with panties and a cage on and loving every second of it. And it's what you said about no one else in your life could tell you to do that. And I, I remember I would send you a video, you didn't know when it was coming. And so yes. it was like the whole day, whenever I sent a video, you had 15 minutes to send me a video back of you putting another one up your ass. <laughs> and I, I can't I even remember fun. what the punishment was if you didn't. I don't remember what it was. I, I don't think I ever let you down. I don't think um, you let me down. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't going to, it wasn't going to cause that disappointment. And it was the spontaneity of it. I think that also helped with it and just that, that dynamic you know, the wild thing is, and I know everybody's got an end goal when they quote, go into a session or play with a dom or anything like that. Like having an orgasm was like the furthest thing from my mind. Like mm -hmm. it wasn't, you know, I think like you said, you've got subs that hop on and, you know, I want to wank my cock mommy, I believe mm -hmm. is what you, you know, said at the start of this. And, <laughs> and there's that. And like you said, it's, it's part of it. And, you know, in my personal sex life, there can be dirty talk. And I love that. And it helps get me off and things like that. So that's part of it for people. And I think that's what a lot of, of course. Think, subs are looking mm -hmm. for on this. And that's, that's okay. But I think what happened so quickly between you and I is like you said, it was a peeling back of an onion and like, mm -hmm. it, it's about the acting and it's not. And it was about right. like truly giving you that control, going to place like I had never gone before. Like mm -hmm. I hadn't done it. Um, certainly, you know, not six, uh, and pushing, <laughs> pushing those limits, but yet feeling, feeling safe with it. And I remember like at the end when, you know, it's done and then I'm, you know, taking a shower and I'm going, like, I feel more fulfilled than any sex I've ever had. And there's obviously yeah. no pun intended on that. Uh, but <laughs> it was like, I didn't even, I didn't even jerk off after it. It was just like, this was amazing. And it was just like, yeah, this, this is what it was. And it was beautiful and it was amazing and it was fun and spontaneity. And yeah. obviously your mom being there adds a whole nother <laughs> you know, layer of complexity to it. Um, and like I said, for you guys, An unexpected it was, layer um, of complexity, a very un unexpected layer, but like she was into it as well. And yeah, it was, I have to say like, for the world, I have to say when he says, when you say that she was into it, I think that people coming into this dynamic would maybe think that there's weird ancestral shit happening. And the dynamic, like you just said, like you didn't even coming was not really even a thing that either of us were thinking about. Yeah. Um, I never come in my sessions, just so everyone knows. I'm just not, a lot of doms do. I personally don't. So for me as a 
facilitator. It is so much in this dominant space and it is so intimate and sexual, but you can see how it's not sexual at all, right? Even by the fact that my mom was there and it was at least for the call aspect of it and like part of it. And it had so much more to do, has so much more to do with power dynamics and being in this space where you're told what to do. And then for Ma and I, me as a dominatrix and Ma as a woman who works in corporate America, it's fucking fun and feels good to tell your slutty ass exactly what to do and the fact that you're doing it and the fact that you're at work all day and I knew you were at work all day and then I would send you a message, <laughs> a video, and within 15 minutes you would have to stop what you're doing and go do this act for me, regardless of what it is, you know, and it's, it's so fulfilling for both of us. Right. Yeah. And it, and it's, and it's, it's such a a dichotomy because I'm completely giving up control and in that it's freeing because Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm at the mercy of you uh, and what you want and, and how you want it. And we've played again recently and I remember like sending the video and like, no more, I'm done. And you're like, mm, <laughs> but we're going to need one more. And like, that was so <laughs> amazingly hot and fun. And within that power dynamic, and I, I think that's what gets peeled back here. And, mm-hmm. you know, I like the challenge when people say like, oh, you know, I remember when Fifty Shades of Grey came out and that whole dynamic. And obviously in that instance, it was the woman subbing to the mm-hmm. man. And like all these women, I saw a meme one time with like, all these women want to pretend like they're in 50 shades of gray, yet can't take a finger in their ass. And I love that because it's like, you know, it's a fancy for people. And if you read it, and that's good enough, cool. And that's what works for you. All good. But in this dynamic, it isn't just about a quick act. It is about peeling back those layers, truly giving in, allowing someone to take control of of kind of your emotions and like i've had to you know i'll be candid with you here i don't know if we've had this conversation you know in our sessions like i have to check myself once in a while and be like okay like yes it's a part of my life this is somewhat fantasy but it 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 becomes very real Mm -hmm. and you become you are so incredibly vulnerable and i Mm -hmm. think that is so scary for most men as you know in general and when you can get into that and what's it's been a journey for me as well in this because it wasn't just mm-hmm. one time we played weird sexual act fuck off never talk again right it's mm-hmm. been, been a continuation well and i would I say like, that I- most of the time i would say that now if you put our time on a bracket and a percentage we've actually spent the majority of our interaction together talking and yes. speaking and peeling back those layers um i would say it's like a 70 30 mix at this point because we do converse so much and we chat kind of like we're chatting right now yeah and that is i think why this dynamic works yeah of course and and you do get to know and you do start to care for people in in this and you know i think i told you one time like if we never talked again for whatever reason that may have been like i would never forget you and always wonder like hey i hope she's cool i hope she's loving life i hope you know things are working for her Mm -hmm. And with and you start to develop that bond, that just makes everything else so much mm-hmm. better. And yeah. I think for, for subs listening to this, what I would say is develop that dynamic. Yeah. You know, if, if, if you are somebody that truly just wants to get on, 
make a five minute call, get your rocks off and you'll play with whomever, whenever. And Hey, that works for you. Fantastic. That's your Mm -hmm. thing, but it's so much better and more Mm -hmm. rewarding and more emotional in a positive way because you want these things for a reason. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with you. You're Mm -hmm. not taboo. Everybody has sexual desires, (laughs) and I just hate the fact of what gets labeled as normal and what gets labeled as abnormal. As long as there's no harm being done and no one's affected, to me, everything's fair game. And allow yourself to explore that Mm -hmm. because if you suppress it, it rears its ugly head in ugly ways. Yeah, it rears its ugly head. You know, have that conversation with your Mm -hmm. dom because if you're lucky to find someone like you, (laughs) <laughs> it's it's going to naturally flow and there are hyping me up all over the place i love it <laughs> well i mean there, such there a are good a lot of, there's a lot of bad doms out there and there's you know, just shitty people out there in every industry there's shitty subs there's shitty there's just shitty people in every yeah. industry and so it can there's definitely like a lot of toxicity in the space but bdsm at its core is meant to be this safe space where you can go and explore not only traumas, but fantasies. And there's so many of my colleagues out there doing the very same thing, you know, who are actually being so beautiful in this space and helping subs just like yourself and people just like yourself actually dive deeper into, into themselves. And it's not just about calling and wanking. And I, and there is a time for just, you know, mindless <laughs> release, you know, but <laughs> at its yeah. core, you know, what we do in the dungeon, I say, I think it follows you out into the world. And I, I know that what happens here is, is affecting you out there. And I, I want it to be, I want you to feel more fulfilled. I want you to feel more excited and inspired. Um, and I know that you specifically have, an impact because you are, and this actually gets, <laughs> this actually uh, circles back to what I was going to really start with. And I think it's better that it worked out this way, but like, Brandon, can you tell me if I met you, you know, at the store or at work, who are you outside of this? Can we yeah, Ab- yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's crazy to me because I've got a pretty unique background. I actually grew up on a dairy farm. I went to college, got a business degree, actually dairy farmed, like, yep, milk cows for a living uh, for seven years after uh, started in sales. And now I lead uh, a division of a a pretty big company. So I am that dude, right? And Mm -hmm. it's been, I used to travel extensively for work and I had this like out-of-body experience one time, which was um, like, I know, obviously I'm not on camera here, but I'm a bigger guy hair was receding a long time ago so i gave up the fight shaved my head but you're a good looking dude like you're a good looking dude who and i'll just sorry to interrupt but i actually am learning your backstory in this detail along with the world right now because i knew from meeting you i've actually become a great profiler (laughs) if i ever need to switch uh switch careers because i can tell with people I talk to, subs I talk to, who's a leader and who is in charge and who is um, responsible for a lot of things a lot of the time and a lot of people a lot of the time. And I can actually, I can like tell down to nitty gritty details about like people's personal lives sometimes, which is really cool. But like, I knew that you were a leader very early on. Like I, 
by the way that you even communicated as a sub, which I think is so fucking <laughs> cool. On a side note, how you, along with so many of my other clients and subs, are that guy who is managing people and who are the leaders in their families a lot of times and the providers and the protectors and the decision makers. And then they find themselves here. And that's why earlier you said, you know, no one's sending me messages to put tampons up your ass. Like there's probably not a lot of people who are even, they're not in the role to have the conversations we have or to tell you what to do or to deal with the, the messy, difficult parts of you. Like it's just not their role. Right. So it's so fascinating, like that aspect. Sorry to interrupt, but, you're, but just that aspect of uh, being that guy fascinates me. There's people outside of this industry who would look at the guys I talk about. Right. If I just say I have a sub who put some tampons up his ass. Like, it's interesting to me that so many of their reactions would be have been or like, wow, must be a weirdo. Like, like, God, loser, like, you know, kind of thing. And it's like, hey, losers can't afford my fucking prices. <laughs> and <laughs> B, like, it's funny to me that the majority of the world would shit on this guy. But the majority of the world is answering to this guy day to day, most hours of their fucking day. And I think that that's a, I don't know, it's an interesting thing that I think about. <laughs> Well, I, I think stereotypically there is always that dynamic, right, of those in charge and those in power, you know, want that submissiveness. I do think there's a dynamic there for sure. Um, and I think of, what was it, Prince William and the Pegging, uh, you know, story <laughs> that broke, right? I, uh, I don't know anything about the Prince William and that Pegging story. Yeah, so he and... Um, I, I believe it 100%, though. <laughs> well, and it, it's, and, and, you know, another anecdote is funny because uh, I had a colleague asked me recently, he's like, hey, I don't want to sound bougie, but do you have house cleaners? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, I was I was thinking about it, but I I I felt like, you know, I'm like, no, dude, it's 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 pretty normal. I'm like, you know, we rationalize our time and money and it's just, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. And he goes, Well like, do you have to like hide all your valuables or like how does this work? And I'm like, no dude i'm like wow. you know don't leave don't leave sex toys <laughs> out but um and he's like oh so i shouldn't leave the strap on out then huh and it was it was clearly a joke but it was just so funny to me i think probably because of all of our conversations like that's what you reverted to yeah like, it, it's this like, interesting okay, there's, a, there's a dynamic there and and but going deeper beyond that kind of a man in charge wanting that release with submissiveness it's the comfort i think in ourselves because you're absolutely right. Like I deal with messiness and shittiness and people all day, every day. And sometimes it is like fucking exhausting. And I had a situation last week where, you know, five people come into my office one after the other, kick the door shut to bitch about a topic. And uh, the one person <laughs> who didn't, I go to leave for the night and I'm like, hey, you know, have a good night. And she's like, uh, are you going home to have a beer? I'm like, yeah, how did you know? She's like, Jesus Christ, like, and that's what I deal with. And that's the burden I have. And that's fine. That's why the zeros are in my paycheck, right? That, that is right. why I'm here. But it and does some make people, me a good leader. It does. And that's what I was going to say. And some people listening to this might be like, oh, you poor man, poor man in charge with all these zeros and house cleaners and like this burden that you carry. And I will like, and I 
think about that with some of my subs, right? Like and just the world's events and everything going on. And I'm like, why the fuck is what I do important? Why is like you doing this important? And it's because you have an impact and you could be a leader who has all this shit suppressed and all this stuff going on out of focus, out of alignment, out of tune, depressed, anxious, like frustrated and taking that out on all those people. And then they're going home and taking that out on all their people. And I like to, I do believe, I believe absolutely without a doubt, because I talk to my subs just the way we talk, talk to you. And I know it makes you a better leader. And I know it makes the, the compassion and being able to follow being able to listen, having coming into my dungeon and having a session where you do that shows the ability to actually be able to do that, to actually be able to sit back, listen, be in your softer side, you know, get told what to do and allow the feminine, that feminine rage and excitement to flow and for you to follow. And I think that there are so many leaders out there that actually, if they got into their shit, the way that you and I have gotten into yours in such a powerful and profound way, like what an impact, like what an impact on the people that they lead and on their families. Because at the end of the day, I personally believe the world is fucked because men, there's fucking angry men in power and there's just (laughs) repressed, angry fucking greedy they don't know how to deal with their shit they've got fucking small dicks they want to be peg whatever the fuck then like the layers of that go so deep right it's not even about the sexual act it's about being able to surrender like being able to surrender i i hope that people listening like can hold that like and realize you know this is all so much more than some privileged white guy (laughs) cishet ish which i would actually like to ask going back to kind of what brought you to my dungeon in the first place you grew up you went to college you you know you lead people and what was the process of the tampons of the submissiveness of finding yourself sharing that with me yeah it's it's been a journey and to reiterate what you you just said like it was crazy to me how I think I remember messaging you this, like, I don't mean for you to be my therapist, but I need to air this out. Right. Mm -hmm. And like trying to find that line with you of, and quickly realizing how you approach things and how you approach your subs of like, you know, there, there is a give and take here and there's a free flow of information and conversation here. It doesn't have to be that we're on cam having a sexual act right now. Mm -hmm. It can be just, we can just have a conversation. Mm -hmm. And I think more more men would benefit from that because I think they are angry. There is so much sexual frustration in this world. <laughs> it's everywhere. And, <laughs> and, and it's not just because their wives aren't putting out or you're not getting what you need. It's like, oh no, I know I oh, can't God, get no. what I need from my partner. And so, you know, there's a dynamic outside of that. And so for me, I realized uh, quite early on in my life that femdom porn turned me on like nothing else. Like the first time I saw that, I'm like, oh my God. Like, you know, and and it was femdom, female domination. So it probably looked, uh, she, uh, there was probably a really hot dom pegging the shit out of some poor guy. Yes. Yes. And I'm like, I, I, I want that. And so in my personal life, there was some exploration of that. And of course, 
get married, have kids. It's the typical suburban, like you said, privileged white guy life that I lead. Right. And so I had just gone away. And what I found was, you know, even watching it, masturbating to it, like, yeah, it, it helped. It was like, I need something more. I need, I need that interaction. And what I think mm-hmm. is great about the age we live in with, internet and the accessibility Mm -hmm. is I think back, I do think back to those people in the fifties and sixties that it was so taboo. The society made it a taboo, right? You had to go to the red light district. You had to go be sneaky about it. And it was like, Oh, you only see these freaks and weirdos walking out of this alley. Right. Mm -hmm. And so now with the accessibility, it gained my journey. And I just, you know, went on found, you know, in this case it was sex Panther and just kind of started to explore, had some conversations, had some sessions. And again, it was just like, okay, I'm not exactly finding what I'm looking for. On the tampon thing, I honestly have zero fucking clue where that came from. Like, and, and I know there's men out there that kind of have that period <laughs> fetish or some things like that. And that is like not it for me whatsoever. No, and I don't deal it's with, not... I don't do menstrual blood or anything like that either. <laughs> right, just right. for the like, record. No. <laughs> sex panther if you're listening <laughs> yeah 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 i'm sitting there um and so i was like i don't i don't know and you know i think you and i've had that conversation like is it a taboo or whatever it is and, and honestly i don't know but i think what comes down to it in the day and more people need to embrace this like i like it it feels good it's the endorphins are raging mm-hmm. and no one's getting harmed which you know i'll yeah. be clear about that it doesn't matter then. It if doesn't that's fucking matter. You like, and that's what works for you. Go pursue it. Go do it. Do go it. explore it. And if you can explore it in your personal life, with your partner, or whatever the case may be, you know, I encourage you find that a professional. Outlet. Find find the professional. Go get a side hustle, second job. You know, whatever you need to do, because it does. It truly does. And I couldn't agree more with you. It does make you a better person it, it does make me a better leader I am I know I'm extremely empathetic and the mm-hmm. people that come into my office and shut the door and know they can tell me things you know when a whole Roe v Wade got overturned I work in a conservative industry this is the nature of the people who work in the space I'm in and I wasn't paying any attention and a female walked in closed my door and she's like I just need to talk I'm like what's up and she said, you know, they're out there talking about, oh, my God, I don't see how anybody could ever ha- possibly have an abortion, how horrible these people are. And she goes, I had one when I was in high school. I'm like, wow. oh, shit, didn't know. And she's got two kids who are older. And she's like, yeah, I was faced with a choice. And so she goes, listen, to that is so triggering. But she goes, I knew I could come and tell you that and that mm-hmm. you would have no judgment. And that obviously made me feel good. But I know a part of that is that I've, I've peeled back this. And I think there's so many people out there listening to this, that that onion that is to continue that analogy, that is the side part Mm -hmm. of them. They're so scared to even pull back one layer because they're fearful of what is going to become underneath. And they, they are. And it's like, it's okay. And I think you reach an age and I'm late thirties where you be, there's a maturity 
there's a, a confidence that comes that it's a natural. Hopefully evolution. sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it, doesn't. it takes work no matter how fucking old you are. Like it, it takes, it takes work because there are people far older than you and I who are walking around and I, and I see it all the time, you know, and I see people who are in different stages of, of working that out. And I think what's so cool about, you and your story and being willing to share it is the fact that, yeah, tampons are left field, but I do this shit for a living and, uh, and I do it really well. And I've seen a lot of fucking weird shit. (laughs) 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 I've seen some of the craziest. I have a slut who sent me a video of him shoving multiple bananas up his ass and then fucking himself with a dildo. And then, you know, having it come out and rolling around in it. I mean, I have seen some crazy shit. Okay. And so it's every one of us is walking around with weird shit in our minds and crazy shit. And I have people come to me who are, you know, I think I want to try this. Like it's just in my head. And then they try it and they're like, okay, like I'm good actually, you know? And then there are people who come and realize that being submissive or, engaging in kinkier acts like they're realizing oh wow I actually don't want this to stay in my head or even just in this space like I want to incorporate this into my life you know they want to learn how to be more submissive in their partnership like they want to you know beyond even just the compassionate like just the the mental and emotional benefits from diving in but like actually being able to take the practical things of learning to say what you want and learning to say what feels good and what doesn't feel good and what's a boundary and you know what you want more of and not and being able to take that into your life and actually incorporate that even if you're not asking your partner to shove tampons or bananas up your ass (laughs) you know it's um and that's what i think is so cool about your story and your willingness to to share it. And I think the other thing that you you sent me a message this week, actually, and I did not want to forget to mention, um, you shared with me that you told a friend of yours about our relationship, our working together. And obviously, you're here and you're sharing this. So what's that process been like for you? going from having these desires in your head and then experiencing them and now slowly becoming more and more willing to invite other people in your life. Though I know you and this particular friend aren't super and like close, like in each other's day to day, but yeah, Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those people you're just thankful to have in your life because I think I told you she had called me, literally 10 years ago now and said, I'm having an affair. My response was, yeah, not surprised. And she kind of laughed and she's like, that's why I called you because I knew you'd get it. I knew you wouldn't judge and I just need to tell someone. And then lo and behold, 10 years later, I like text her out of the blue. We hadn't like text in a year, which doesn't matter. It's one of those dynamics, right? You pick Mm -hmm. up right where you left off and it's like, Oh, saw this news story, thought of you. And I'm like, so I'm like, I have a confession. She's like, spill it. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, gave her a quick synopsis and she's like, holy fucking shit. Do you love it? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. That's awesome. And then kind of confessed. She's like, yeah, and we're kind of exploring a little bit of that in my relationship. And she's a switch. And so is her partner. And so just really, you know, touching the surface of it. I hate the phrase. And again, this is going to sound elitist and privileged, but, you know, do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. 
It, well, as they always say, happiness doesn't put bread, mm-hmm. you know, on the table and doesn't pay the bills. And, and I, but... I fully get that. But there does become a point where you have to sit back and go, am I happy? And, and you know, when I go back to a quote from, it's actually Heath Ledger, who obviously tragically took mm-hmm. his life. Mm-hmm. Christ, that was 10 years ago. And I, I know. Too. Wow, it's insane. And there's a, a quote that'll pop up on my socials once in a while about, you know, he said, everybody will ask you what movie you're making, how many miles a day you're running, but nobody ever asks you if you're happy. Yeah. And that's where I think the dynamic with you and I and the happiness in me that you've touched off when we have our sessions, when we talk, mm-hmm. when I go back and watch the videos, which, you know, selfishly sometimes, like I love the live stuff, but the video <laughs> exchanges are great too, because I get to rewatch them and relive it. <laughs> Um, is like, is just such a happiness. And I see, I see so many people struggling Mm. and that's why I was, I felt, I guess, empowered to come on and tell my story, tell, like you said, I'm a normal looking dude. I am (laughs) that dude. And I think we got kind of cut off earlier when I said I had this out about experience when I was walking through an airport, uh, traveling and the guy was walking the other direction and kind of gave each other head nods. And I was like, holy shit. Like I just, I saw a very professional looking guy walk past <laughs> and he acknowledged me because we're business travelers. And I look like that. Like I didn't see myself <laughs> as that. Like I'm just old me doing my thing, trying to, you know, earn a living. Right. I'm like, Oh, that's how people view me. And then um, at work, I forget who it was. Doesn't matter. But they're like, you do realize the aura you bring into a room. Right. I'm like, no, I, no clue that like no no clue like uh yeah and so that was this kind of side about experience like oh okay this is who I am but then there's this other part of me mm-hmm. and I need to explore this other part of me and I've got you know a fair amount of female friends as well and I think I told you this too the ones really talking about she's like oh my god my husband's a freak I'm like okay what what what's the deal <laughs> she's like oh he wants me to like come in my mouth and then he wants to make up with me <laughs> Like, okay. And he wants me to fuck him in the ass. Okay. And I'm like, and, and he taught, and the crazy thing was, and you've touched on this, it's been a theme throughout our conversation is she's like, he's so fucking angry. And I'm like, finally, I'm like, would you just buy a strap on and fuck the living shit out of him? I guarantee you, he'll be like in a really good mood for a month. And she's like, you know, I'm like, I said, like, look, I've got some insight here. Obviously kept it pretty brief, but he's struggling with this. Mm-hmm. And and he's you know got enough obviously dynamic in your marriage to come to you with this. And if you're not into it, you're not into it, and that's mm-hmm. that's cool. But just know he's going to continue to be angry and pissy until you do these things for. Him. Well, and it doesn't, and you have you have to explore that dynamic. Well, I mean, I don't even know that it's if she does these things because it can't like be on her. Like he has to. I mean, I think it's important to say like to your point of you know, do what makes you happy. I, I was talking to a therapist friend of mine uh, last week and she, and I was talking to her about like, you know, talking about all these things in this fucking world and in this climate, you know, and finding the the value in it and how important it is and feeling like the response for my subs. And she said, you know, joy and pleasure like is a part of the healing process and is a part mm-hmm. of like, it can't be like healing can't, shouldn't be absent of that. And I do believe that we could have, talked because I know that you're married and a lot of my subs are 
And a lot of the conversations I have is how the fuck do I talk to my partner? Like, I don't think I can. But what's crazy is that I ask, and this is something I've asked personal friends of mine who are married, like male friends, and also my subs. And I say, like, what are your wife's fantasies? What is she into? Is, you know, does she have crazy things? And they're like, oh, no, for sure not. Like, she's just not kinky or anything at all. And I have a lot of fucking female friends. And I work in this industry. And every woman I tell about what I do goes fucking bananas. And it's like, even if they aren't necessarily like whips and chains dominatrix, they are interested in that more dominant side. But just like you and every other guy out there has been sold this narrative of, you know, you have to dick a girl down to God and you need a big schlong and fucking meaty, girthy cock to like be effective in this world. You know, women have been given the narrative that we're supposed to, you know, that we're submissive and we're supposed to have that provider, that male masculine. And we have not been taught how to play with those dynamics with ourselves even much less with each other. And so as much as like, I, that is definitely the, I see the over, you know, if she could peg him and make him happy, but the point there is you said, make him happy for a month. I have subs who are very happy with exploring their submissive side with a professional in a controlled environment. Cause I think that's important, right? Because like you said earlier, yeah, that shit's getting out somehow. It's much better to explore it in a professional controlled environment than it is to, let it leak out or get too fucked up at a, at a bar one night or be doing shit that you, you know, isn't productive. But I have a lot of subs who come to this space, submit, engage with that side, and then they go back to their life and they enjoy being that dominant leader, that, that masculine, even in their personal relationships, they love being that masculine. But then I also have subs who are desperate to incorporate more of that submissive side that they experience with me, they want to incorporate it more into their real life. Like the story I told on the Fendom episode, actually, it's about the guy who uh, we talked about having for his birthday, his girlfriend tie him up and give, uh, give her his phone and go shopping in Vegas. They would be in Vegas and it's on the Fendom, Fendom episode. But like learning how to incorporate that more into their lives, but also being aware that like having that conversation takes fucking steps. Like it's yep. tough for me to think that most guys could go to their woman and be like, listen, I just really want to be pegged. <laughs> like, And she would be <laughs> like, uh, what the fuck, you know? But if we backtrack a little bit and talk about more of the submissive nature, we can start slower, you know? And that's something I work through with a lot of my clients. So while yes, I hear you about this woman it's like, yeah, she could peg him and he'd be happy for a month. But are we actually getting at the root? And is she like, what does she need to explore to make that happen? Like she needs to explore her dominant side and be interested in doing that. And even if a lot of women aren't interested in like pegging their man, then do they need to come to an agreement? How big is it for you? Like, again, we could have a whole episode on this, but it doesn't have to start with I'm going to give you this giant fucking schlong. You know, a lot of women are going to be like, what the fuck, you know, but we can start with like being told what to do. Like, I don't, I mean, as a woman, like, I don't know many women who wouldn't love for their man to get on their fucking knees and kiss their feet. Start with that. (laughs) And and that is, and again, part of sharing my story was, you know, that was a, a dynamic that was in my personal relationship. 
that mm. kind of faded out. And to your point about women having fantasies, they do. And you have to be open with that with your partner. And, you know, I'll share that like in our personal life, the best sex that we have is when I get down on my knees, eat her ass, and then <laughs> fuck her. Because, fuck yeah. <laughs> and, and she, in that moment, enjoys that more dominant stance. Mm-hmm. I obviously clearly enjoy the submissiveness. And then it is, like, amazing. And, like, the, I remember the last time she's like, I don't know why that just gets me so wet. Well, <laughs> like, let's talk about that. Is, is it just the general act? Or is it that, you know, submissive nature of it? And I think the energy behind it, the, the exactly the energy behind it. And I think that's, that's a point that I think I'm piggybacking on with what you said about finding that energy as a couple and, and how you mm-hmm. play a role in that for me and for other subs and how you incorporate that. And like you said, mm-hmm. some people want to keep it walled off. I don't. And I think that is a big reason why I'm sharing my story here today is because I know there's people who have thoughts keep the thoughts walled off. Don't even explore it in a, like you said, a controlled environment with someone like yourself, but then, okay, we're going to keep things separate. And that just builds tension. Right. And like, so you know, my message I guess today is like you said, I'm a normal guy who's got this weird fetish that you never know if you saw me, like you said, in the airport or the grocery store <laughs> or anything like that. And we're all carrying that. And you have to you have to bond with your partner and you have to be open to share these things. And, you know, I guess if, if somebody comes across your podcast, who's like quote, a normal dude who's never really done anything, but mostly vanilla and he wants, yeah, to be pegged or just hell a finger in his ass or something like that. If he can go and tell his wife, like, Hey, there's this guy I was listening to who does this shit. Right. Like I'm pretty normal. (laughs) If that's helps, then, then great. But yeah, a part of talking about it is, and I know I appreciate you saying I'm a normal, decent looking guy, <laughs> is it's not freaks and weirdos. And I hate stereotypes and I hate mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah. And it's like, we just have to be more open and talking about this stuff because if you can get there, and, and I, I hope I get there in my personal life. And I will say during sex, I've confessed, like, I want you to throw me in a chastity cage. Like, I want that desperately. Yeah. And it's, been received with varying degrees and nothing's you know pushed on that space yet but be open be t- that sex is important and that dynamic with you and your wife is important and like I think you said not every woman there are women who don't want any of it there are guys who don't want any of it that's fine but I think there's just such but a what do you but like what do what do you want and I think that's like that's the question and I think that's exactly what you said people listening to you can say and people listening to all the stories of my subs and the deep dark desires is like wait maybe I'm not so fucking weird or my desires aren't so weird and maybe other people aren't so fucking weird either like maybe we're all just normal humans whatever normal is and trying to figure it out and you know people who feel good uh make other people feel good and hurt people hurt people. But because I'm not sure I even know the answer to this, as far as being open with your partner, how open are you? Does your wife know that you work with me or that you, that you see me? Um, she does not. Um, Which is the case with most people. Yep. Um, you know, I wish it, it wasn't that and you and I have had this conversation and again that part of my openness today is I wouldn't say I'm at a fork in the road 
by mm-hmm. any means, but it is sort of this, if this can't be a part or that's a non-starter for a partner, then that's a conversation we have mm-hmm. to have. And I think if she were to really observe and trace back and go, she'd probably notice there was a change in me. And there's part of me that wonders sometimes, like, what does she really know? Mm-hmm. You know, I obviously don't leave any breadcrumbs, but like, I just, I wouldn't be shocked. Some t- one day she just came out and she's like, yeah, I know. And I'm fine. Yeah. You know, and, but we're obviously not at that point. Right. Um, and I'm obviously open with about, you know, fantasies and, and things like that. But I think the default is for so many people, men and women, you want to just be normal. And I kind of talked about that cycle of shame and we've talked about it mm-hmm. before because, you know, full disclosure, like I've deleted my Sex Panther app after um, a session. I'm like, nope, never fucking doing that again. And then mm-hmm. how many ever weeks later, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> and, you know. You which you've not done about. in a long, like, which you've had the yep. same profile actually for a long time these days, which I will say a lot of people delete just to delete and not have that on their phones and stuff. But I, mm-hmm. I knew early on with you and you, we even talked about how it was a shame cycle and the shame cycle exists in so many people. It exists in more people than it doesn't. It's shame, deny, um, you know, deny, 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 and then binge like fucking crazy and then guilt yeah. and then shame. And it's the cycle that again, you can't compartmentalize and take that out of your normal life. Like I hear about <laughs> the things, these people, these guys, these subs, think about all fucking day long. And it's like, they're thinking about that shit all day long while they're at work, you know, or with their families. And so uh, those cycles are very fucking real. And so it's, you know, I think it's hard for a lot of people. One of the biggest questions I get is do your married subs like tell their partners. And it's like this, you know, this thing, cause I love how open you are with yours, you know, about, and you, I feel like you incorporate, I know you incorporate the energy that you really desire of the submissive, like that submissive energy, you incorporate that into your sexual relationship at home. And like you were saying, and I think that's beautiful, but then, you know, for some people I want like, it's, oh, but they don't know, you know, is this, is this cheating? Is this, and for me personally, I just come back to this, like this responsibility to, to self. I don't think it's talked about or praise necessarily. I think it's becoming more like more so to like be selfish. Like you have to be selfish. Like you have to put yourself first or else everything around you is going to like fall to shit. You know, it's kind of like you have to invest in yourself and what that means for every person individually. It's such like a huge question, but I know that I see like the benefits of people doing it, people like yourself doing it and benefiting from it versus like the shame cycle that also exists and can also exist always exists and sometimes doesn't look like downloading and deleting sex panther sometimes it is alcohol sometimes it's drugs sometimes it's anger sometimes it's whatever it is well and i'll i'll leave with this you have to be authentically yourself and i do think this has been it's been a vehicle for me with you to be authentically myself. And for me, that is exploring this very submissive side and these weird explicit sexual acts. But that is for all of us, you have to be authentically you. And Mm -hmm. I think so many people have pigeonholed themselves into a stereotype or I have to be this or I have to be that. And you don't. And that's where all, like you said, the tension comes in and the stress. And, you know, I admire you 
so much because <sighs> your intellect, your energy, what you bring. And yeah, I mean, if there was a femdom Google reviews, you know, five stars, the whole works <laughs> for you, right? Oh. Um, but you have a story of how you got into this and mm-hmm. nobody wakes up. Nobody's 18 years old, goes to college and went, mm-hmm. I'm going to be a submissive slut for an income, <laughs> you know, or I'm going to be a dom for an income. Like nobody does mm-hmm. that. And it's a journey of exploring yourself. <laughs> and for some, and for me, it's been exploring a submissiveness with somebody that I've quickly built a trust with mm-hmm. and appreciation for and a genuine mm-hmm. care for. And I hope mm-hmm. that this helps people. I hope they can find that avenue um, to explore this with whomever and whatever and explore, explore, explore. Because I think one yeah. of the worst ironies of life is you're young, the world's your oyster, that tired mm-hmm. cliche, but you explore. Oh, I love it. And then you find yourself, I'm this now, so I can't continue to explore. And that's mm-hmm. complete, complete, complete. It sucks. And utter yeah. bullshit. Keep exploring And if you find yourself on your bathroom floor in a chastity cage, wearing panties, (laughs) shoving tampons up your ass, fucking when in Rome, go with it and enjoy it. (laughs) When in Rome. Thank you so much for that. Thank you so much for being here. You know, I, yes, I, I care. I care about my subs. I care about the fucking world. I, I care about putting pleasure back into the world. And I, so appreciate you being here and sharing your story. And I think there are so many things we talked about that we could have entire episodes on. So I look forward to our continued journey together. Brandon, thank you so much. Thank you. Much love. Well, I told you it was going to be spicy. (laughs) And if any of this sparked anything deep inside of you that you are eager to get out and discuss or perhaps experience, you know where to find me, thyqueendom.com. You can find my links, Sex Panther Loyal Fans, subscribe, uh, or you can also schedule a call. And lastly, we here in the Queendom believe in being slutty for good. So you should know that Brandon donates to an amazing nonprofit, freethetampons.org, to offset his own personal uses. (laughs) Free the Tampons advocates for freely accessible tampons and pads in all restrooms outside of the home. They are doing very fucking cool work. Please check them out, freethetampons.org. This was a spicy episode and we have another one coming up. I will be answering everyone's favorite question, apparently. (laughs) Do I dominate my man? (laughs) It's going to be an interesting conversation. In the meantime, stay slutty out there. Stay slutty for good. What you waiting for? She's got what you need while you over there at the door.
Thy Queendom Come is a production of TQC LLC with original music by Guillermo Jamont Jr. and A.J. Laurie.